Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nick, repeat Adams. I like that Nick just goes. He's Nick's not afraid to get right into it. No, I'm, uh, an, old, I'm an old pro. He's not going to wait for. He know, you know he knows. Blah blah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Get in. Get in here, Nick. This is repeat. Yeah. Announcing repeat. Jordan, you were a little tardy for today's recording. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I was on time to the minute, and uh, I stepped out of my car after driving seven hours from Northern California. Oh, my. So there's no excuse good enough for you, Jordan. Jesse has had what uh, – we're still waiting for verification, but I think it's going to easily qualify as the whitest Saturday in the world. He, he just drove in from Sausalito uh-huh. to do a podcast. To do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the whitest Saturday. Are you gonna go? go are you gonna go judge a mayonnaise contest after this? Where you eat little spoonfuls of mayonnaise and talk about the bouquet? I'm gonna check how the barrel aging of my Chablis is going. <laughs> Gastropub crawl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I. You know what? I did see one 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 great thing on the way down from. Okay, two great things. <laughs> I mean, just to, I know I know we're moving on, but I know you said there's no. Did you stop and buy vegetables on the side of the road? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Okay, buy any okay, okay. On the side of the road. Okay. No you, farm to table here. But you did stop for a quick 311 concert, right? <laughs> you just popped in. Just stop by. Yeah. Uh, I know you said that there's no. My regular no woman excuse. boogied on briefly. <laughs> I know you said there's no excuse for being late. Right. I was having a particularly good jerk session. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. I, I, I'm going to say I saw one fascinating thing. Is 311 a good band for like I think, well, to do white jerk stuff? Too? Only white people. Sure. To jerk to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To jerk that, to? Yeah. You get that loosey-goosey reggae right. beat. Well, here's what I like about it is they have the kind of like, you know, they have the more upbeat stuff. Right. The kind of, and then... They they mellow it out with a little reggae tune, which is what you want in a jerk sesh. At, sure. at, at some point in like the early aughts, I remember opening up the LA Weekly and seeing like in huge letters like three eleven, you know, the concert listing. Sure. And then it was like with the roots, and I was like, the goddamn roots are only for three eleven. Well, <laughs> fuck everything. Yeah, yeah. I always I always get the impression that that is a big thing that the roots do is that they. They will open for a way less credible band that has a huge audience. Yeah, yeah. No, they those did a guys... big. They did a. They toured for like a year with Dave Matthews. Sure, that's, I remember that a right. stadium tour they sure. did with Dave. But you know, you're the Roots. You're not making money from selling records. Right. And if your choice is you're you're playing a thousand seat theater or you're getting that fifty thousand ticket money, mm-hmm. right. Second banana to Dave Matthews. Probably yeah. Dave Matthews is a nice guy. You sure, know? sure, he's a lovely guy. And I'm like, there's got to be what. Five to ten, I was going to say percent, but I'm just going to say five to ten people that will go to a Dave Matthews concert and go, I like those roots. You know what? Here's I would, the I, I would the roots, say, I, my guess would be, I bet all those Dave Matthews people love it. I bet they're Because those are the people it. who still pay for music, so they'll just go, fuck sure, it, I'll yeah. buy a Roots album. This is what I think about why the Roots, we'll get back I to the, the freeway. Li- bet, yeah, okay. We'll get back to the freeway in a second, but I think. And what, my jerk says. I think what it is, is if they go on tour with a 311 or a Dave Matthews band. Look, if they go on tour with, you know, Red and Meth or something like that, they got to impress all these sort of slightly angry rap fans. Mm-hmm. You know, these kind of granted, if they're on tour with Red and Meth, they're going to be 35-year-old slightly angry men <laughs> and Asian kids from San Gabriel Valley. Yeah, but but those are all people where part of their shtick is how not impressed they are. 
And I think that if they go on tour with a Dave Matthews, sure. either I think a significant portion of the Dave Matthews audience likes The Roots, and then the rest of the Dave Matthews audience knows they should like The Roots because right. if they don't, they're racist. Sure. Yeah. And, then, and they're super fucked up, and they're on like, and they're on a weird drug that makes you enjoy music more. And there's there there's there's a band there, which immediately is going to give them a like, like like a fifty year old person is just going to be like, there's a, just a guy pressing buttons and another yep. guy talking. I don't, this isn't a thing. But hey, there's a guy with a saxophone and the guy they have a tuba. They look yeah, they have sure. a tuba player. Okay, this is music. This is a band, and then they start playing. And you're like, this is enjoyable, and maybe you recognize, you know, Rapper's Delight or something when they do that. Well, they'll, they'll do medley the, that they do. Yeah, they'll do that medley, and people yeah. will recognize it from the Jimmy Fallon show. Yeah, <laughs> they'll say, oh, it's a it's a cover of Justin Timberlake's yeah. classic yeah. bit. Yeah. The next fucking, like, at a certain point, I was like, listen, I love you guys, but the next fucking person who asked me about Timberlake and Fallon explaining rap music to America, I'm going to punch you in the fucking stomach. <laughs> the next person. Don't fucking do it. The next person who tells me that uh, Justin Timberlake is funny, they're dead to me. I will never speak to them again. There's a, like, there's a level of proficiency that you, if, like, when Ray Allen was in He Got Game, everybody was like, hey! Hey, Ray <laughs> Allen didn't do didn't do a horrible job. He said all the words that were given he to him. He was to say. all right, you yeah. know. But no one was like Ray Allen. You should really focus on no, no. Let's just relax. But there's this like le- like if someone does something else and then they transition and they don't suck. Everyone's like, hey, look at that guy. He's great. I He's think. Not- I Great. think I think awful. we are in the waning years of of uh, Justin Timberlake. Seems funny. about right. I think it was at its zenith in you know let's say Love Guru. I yeah. think he has. <laughs> he I think had... Love Guru Guru is what took him down a peg. I think yeah. he learned his lesson with Love well, Guru. If we're being right? honest, think... Love Guru took us all down a peg. That's true. It took <laughs> America down a peg. <laughs> America. I was having a really good summer until Love Guru came <laughs> along. I haven't recovered. But I think I think right now it seems like the main times that Justin Timberlake pops up in a funny context are, you know, whatever Lonely Island is doing. Right. And, yeah, right. you know, Jimmy Fallon-based things where his singing and dancing are the key. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's trying to be in rom-coms and, and, like, a certain percentage of youngish female genitalia vibrates at a certain pitch at all oh, across not, America. I'm not saying the genitalia doesn't vibrate. No, but I'm saying it like there's enough of a vibration to just create sure. like oh he's funny or oh his sure, music sure. is good like there's and just enough of that happening. Take down a couple bridges. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> maybe right. in like North Dakota, like in the outskirts that haven't been maintained well. Sure. Surprise. They what were going to go. Maybe it demolishes some abandoned houses in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. it just it takes s- down. It saves the city of Detroit a few grand. <laughs> <laughs> the vaginal vibrations. Um, yeah, no, I think I think he's I think he's good now. I think we're at a good place with Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. and funniness and music to funniness ratio. Right, I'm right. really happy with that Justin Timberlake has realized that we don't want to see him in broad comedies. We want to see him in intense sci-fi action thrillers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with a lot of time puns. <laughs> yeah. The last thing I want to see in a pretty good movie is Justin Timberlake playing the dude from Napster. Like, that's the last thing oh, anybody wants yeah, to see yeah, in a yeah. pretty good sure, movie. Sure, Otherwise, pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Why is Justin Timberlake keep talking loud and fast? Yeah. <laughs> Because he's a hustler. He's a shyster. Yeah. He's a Napster. Making the scene. <laughs> I'm making the scene. He's a man. real Napster. <laughs> oh I... man. I was listening to uh I was listening to On the Media on my drive down here. One <laughs> wider and wider. One of my favorite programs. I always love to listen to On sure. the Media. And um they were talking to the director of a movie about Napster, mm-hmm. um, the legacy of Napster. It's a documentary, right? It's a documentary, and I was thinking about it, and they're, you know, direct, director Alex Winter, 
And then like three minutes Wait, into the thing. Wait, director Alex Winter? I was like, wait a minute. This is the guy from Bill and Ted. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, and then he says, you know, I met Sean and Sean back in 2001 or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, the guys who founded Napster, they just wrote a letter to Bill and Ted <laughs> and said, come over to our house and party. <laughs> That's how they met. Uh, that's how they met. Okay, great. things about the road. Things about the road. Number one, the book, now, was, the now book, was, the book was better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> now he's trying to make it sound tough, right? Yeah. I was oh, on the, the road. road. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Number one, I saw. Do you guys, you know, like a two wheel car trailer where it picks up the front end of the car? Or yeah, yeah. Okay, so I saw a Ford Expedition, sort of a pearl white top and a gray bottom. It had one of those two-wheel tra- trailers on it, and trailing behind it was a Ford Expedition <laughs> with a pearl white top and a gray bottom, and it was magical. One Ford Expedition helping out another Ford Expedition. <laughs> you guys heading right. down to Expedition Con? Well, well, hop on board. I mean, and it's so uplifting because you see so much ex- Expedition on Expedition crime these days, <laughs> and it's just nice to see yeah. them. Each one to each one. Right. Sure, sure. Exactly. <laughs> the other possibility, I think, is that they're about to get on a ferry to maybe, I don't know, I'm guessing... Like Australia after the apocalypse and Mad Max type scenario, sure, sure, and they yeah, plan gotta... along the way to cannibalize the rear expedition for parts. <laughs> okay, yeah. Or, or there's just like a dude who lives way like out in Upland somewhere, who's preparing for the apocalypse, and what he's going to do is just bury two expeditions. Uh huh. So that when it all goes shit house, him and his wife just come roaring out of the ground <laughs> like Chuck Norris yeah. in uh. What was that? I can't remember the movie. But they're just going to come rolling out and hit the road, <laughs> fully stocked expeditions, like loaded, gassed up and ready to go. That's the that's what I'm going to go with. I um. Well, the one expedition for driving, one for fucking in. <laughs> I think it's possible. You don't want to shit where you eat. You that's know, true. Yeah. I think <laughs> you don't want to drive where you fuck. <laughs> that's <laughs> a, be that's l- better. That's sure. better. Is is clever. it possible? I'm going to put it this way: Is it possible that someone was on their way to? A super fair race. Uh, uh, what's what's a super fair race? A race that's really fair to both parties. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was just picturing the like the like Scandinavian people in a foot race, <laughs> <laughs> like just really fair white people. Yeah, oh, sure. in my mind they were barefoot. Albino's, albino it's race. Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow v. Rutger Hauer. <laughs> sure. Wingshauser. Yeah. yeah, it's under uh, the whole thing takes place under a grand tarp. Because you don't, just, want, you don't yeah, want to get no, too many no, sunburns. No, no, no. Or just one of those big, I tweeted about these, but those big hats that the Korean ladies wear sure. in Koreatown that yeah, cover yeah. your entire body somehow. It's just a visor, and it's just so big that you don't even, yeah, okay. They're also wearing white gloves. I don't, is that, is that a cancer thing, or is it just like a... I think it's a hygiene thing. I think it's a chauffeur thing. You think they're chauffeurs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For who? You know, rich guys. <laughs> Just rich guys that live in, yeah. live in Koreatown that hire old, yeah. yes. middle-aged and older Korean yes. ladies yes. to be their chauffeurs? This holds up. Yes. I, I don't... I mean, I look. I try not. I try to minimize my inherent racism on this sure. program. But I lived in Koreatown for a long time, and I will just say that if I were going to pick a demographic to be my chauffeur, <laughs> it wouldn't be older Korean ladies, specifically older ones. Sure. I, there's a look. There's plenty of young Korean American women who are as 
as good at the skills necessary for chauffeuring as anyone else. I'm just saying that based on my personal, repeated personal experience, <laughs> just time after time sure. after time, <laughs> literally physically jumping out of the way of cars, being driven at 15 miles an hour through stop signs by older <laughs> Korean ladies, that that's not who I would pick to be my chauffeur. I think it's like rich guys who are like looking for a thrill. It could be because they're used to being in motorcades. Maybe that's it. And so they don't have to stop for anything. Sure. Oh, you think it's rich guys looking for a thrill? Yeah, well, it's like, like a maybe danger. That, maybe that former astronaut guy from Northern Exposure? Uh, I, I, I don't know. You don't remember that character? I'm only aware of the moose that was he, in the credits. He was the rich guy from Northern Exposure. Okay. He was a former astronaut and a former pilot. I could see him seeking thrills. I'm just saying, like, between, you know, between safari and most dangerous game is elderly Korean chauffeur mm-hmm. to, you know, drive you around, get on the sure. freeway real slow. You're just some guy who works in finance. You don't love your wife anymore. Your sure. kids, you don't have a connection you're tired, with your kids. You're, you're tired just of the, numb. You're tired you're, of the dominatrix. Yeah, just you're numb. Nothing she's not, works She's anymore. not stepping on your balls like she used to. <laughs> and you just want, like, you want some some sort of challenge, some sort of thrill in your day. And that's, that's you what think, you go with. Do you think we could pitch... A sort of update of Driving Miss Daisy featuring an older Korean lady and a thrill-seeking uh, rich man. And he like learns it. to appreciate He's a Richard Branson just, her culture. I'm just trying to think of what beautiful young white actress we could get to play that part. So the older Korean yeah, lady? Yeah, sure. yeah. That's yeah. that's what this whole project really is. Really stretch. On. Yeah, really yeah. stretch. I mean, Johnny you know, Depp like, style. We really got to Bar- Can I... Can Misha, I, Misha is Barton is like... breakout. I think so, too. She's can like, I suggest... Cheyenne Woodley. Can I suggest something to you Shall guys? Lee? However you say that chick's name. Sorry. What about Johnny Depp himself? You just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has everything he wants in a role. A hat <laughs> and a weird voice. Tons of makeup. A tons of makeup. A weird voice, and it's uncomfortably transracial. Yeah, sure. And you know, he's been saying for years that he's part Asian woman, guys. Yeah. He's, he's very he actually, open yeah, about that. Yeah, he lived with them for years. Yeah. They, uh, they made him an honorary mm-hmm. member of the tribe. <laughs> yeah, they're cool with it. <sighs> I'm just bummed. I'm just bummed that the Lone Ranger movie didn't do good because, I mean, I don't know what this means for my Amos and Andy script. <laughs> right. Amos and Andy reboot. Yeah. It's really... I was going to play Kingfisher in that. Sure. Too. I was going to update it for a new generation. Yeah, we're going to have to... Fo- okay, so thing number two about being on the road. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I, I spent a lot... I, you have a lot of time thinking when you drive from San Francisco to Los Angeles. Nope, nope, nope. Don't try to urban it up. And so... Sausalito. Sausalito to Los <laughs> Angeles. And I... Um, Sausalito to Newport Beach. <laughs> Busted. Yeah. Okay, when you sail from Sausalito <laughs> to Newport Beach yeah. with Larry Ellison. <laughs> okay. Um, so the, there's this thing that I, I – I, it could go a, a one of two ways. And it's something that I'm really only familiar with as a, as a man who's lived all my life as an urban or, you know, here in Los Angeles, semi-suburban man. I'm only familiar with it from the side of roads. And I don't understand whether or not it is a hazardous thing. So I'm going to take two positions on this, mm-hmm. and then maybe you guys know something about this that I don't know. Okay. First position is it's not hazardous. I'm talking about dirt tornadoes, farm <laughs> dirt tornadoes. Oh, sure. I don't know if those are hazardous. I don't know how they compare to real tornadoes. They all have one piece of paper, in they them, right? Don't. Like one blank white sheet of paper. They seem to be going really high into mm. the sky, and that gives me pause. 
So, okay, so one possibility is they're hazardous. One possibility is they're not hazardous. They don't seem to be tearing anything up. So my position on this is twofold. If they are hazardous, we should be doing something about them because I'm seeing a lot of them at the side of the road. Mm-hmm. This should be the kind of thing <sighs> that Congress can take bipartisan you know, steps towards fixing this problem. This is something that Republicans and Democrats can agree on. Well, I mean, I think the Republicans are all in in the pocket of big tornado. <laughs> this is this is small mom and pop tornadoes. Right, that's no. true. Small yeah, yeah. business, the backbone of America. This right. is not giant agronados. Well, maybe they're looking to they're looking to squash the squash that that kind of little rural tornado. Here's the other in favor of the Halliburton tornado. Mm-hmm. Here's the other possibility. It's also possible that they're harmless Mm. because, again, I don't see them doing damage, although they seem really tall for a tornado that's not doing any damage. Mm -hmm. Is it like a sort of a circle of life deal? Like, you know how they have to burn some land down for whatever. Like, sometimes they're like, we're going to do a control burn over here. Yeah, you got to thin out the herd. Right, whatever. Is it one of those deals? Like, you got to let one of those tornadoes run wild. It's possible. Or the other ones will come raining down on you. They're bringing the fish to spawn, Mm -hmm. Mm. for example. I think if they are harmless, then we should be celebrating them. This is an economic opportunity for rural America that we're completely missing out on. Do you Tor- think it's, it might just be viral marketing for Sharknado? <laughs> was, there a tiny, was there a little was there hashtag in it? Does Sharknado need further viral marketing? Do, I love that anyone who does anyone who's ever used the internet not know about Sharknado. I think. Well, I think they're like, okay, we got this. We got everybody on Twitter. We got everybody on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like long haul truckers <laughs> who maybe don't yeah. have access to Twitter. Long haul truckers, migrant workers, gophers. <laughs> they know no. The only I love groups. I love, who haven't heard a shitty joke about <laughs> shitty Sharknado. I love two things about Sharknado. One. Sci-fi has somehow just managed to get a global pass on being shitty as all get out. Like, <laughs> nobody even holds these fuckers to any stand. Did you see how awful that fucking movie was? That's what they do. And That's, no one, you, and everyone just lets it slide. They're, they're, they've been so shitty for so long, then everyone just lets it slide. Here's the thing I think to take solace in, R.E. Sharknado. <laughs> Is that no one actually watched it? Exactly. There was something like. Is that true? Yes. There was, was something like book. there were three tweets for every one person watching <laughs> it. So it's just one of these things that people were tweeting about. It was just an easy dumb joke to make, but in reality, it was one of the least successful of those movies they had ever had. Oh, that the, really means a lot to me. Me I, too. I, I, mean I that like sincerely. that too. I, because too. Yeah. because stop making shitty movies and just try to make it good. Right. I mean, a you're sh- spending a I feel lot like of money. The only way in in that a shitty movie is is fun to watch is if it, as if it was something that someone was trying at and it just turned out to be a disaster. Like that's fun, but the like bad on purpose is like that's right. What are we making a joke about? A couple of times I've gotten my hands on like contracts for like like because I'm in the Writers Guild at a, somebody my agent was somebody sent the wrong thing to my yeah. house whatever and I was just like I'm just going to destroy this this guy you know will get it from somewhere whatever but I did read through it and then another time I was able to see like a full bound, you know binder of a contract on a movie I can't remember the name of it but it's like you're spending a shit ton of money anyway <laughs> just yeah, to make right? an awful movie just to make a movie that's a fucking goof how about go get a script and a director and make a good movie? Well, also, if you're going to make a movie that's campy on purpose, let a funny person yeah. write it and put funny stuff in it. Do you know how many jackasses 
that are you know have gone to film school and are working in a comic book shop that yeah. would be like I have a great idea for a funny campy yeah you know thing. what comedian would have punched up Sharknado for free yeah any of uh, them yeah any of them they could have had like yeah. a, just an open call like the right. first four thousand people get to pitch one joke right for and this like let's bring in the, a guy whose experience is probably in soft porn yeah. or something to make this movie here's Anyways. my recommendation for the producers of the next one of those films sure. if they want to do what I you think did. Arachno Quake is all you way. have to do is get <laughs> Paul Shear's phone number sure and then he'll send one of those mass text messages to everyone in his entire telephone <laughs> right. and they'll all come yes I do recommend that you provide bagels just because they're going to be working for a while sure. they're going to need a carbo load yeah but you know bagels are affordable but yeah but I, I like I really enjoyed hearing that no one actually yeah. watched Shark that really means it was a, a lot to it me was too. a it was a yeah it's like one of those things like how a movie does real well at Comic Con and then bombs it's a Pacific Rim mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim situation wait anyway. did Pacific Rim bomb yeah not a bomb but it was a very expensive movie that didn't make a lot of money. Yeah. I enjoyed watching Pacific Rim. Yeah, me too. I thought it was great. I went to see the movie Pacific Rim on a date mm-hmm. with my wife. I just That's I good. just returned from San Francisco where I took a one-week vacation and with my you, family. Uh, and then you came home and did Kaiju Jaeger role play. And we we got to go <laughs> Let on Let me a... guess who the Kaiju was. <laughs> I'm pointing at Jesse. You're just saying that because I have this fish tail. That's true. <laughs> um I uh we dropped the we dropped the my son off at my in-laws house. Mm-hmm. Mimon Pop Pop. Mm-hmm. Maybe you would know them as Mimon Pop Pop. Um, he slept there, and my wife and I went to a movie and dinner mm. on the same night for the first time in two years. <laughs> so you didn't have sex? We then, well. There's no way you guys went to a movie That's we were on dinner and still had sex. That's three things. We did three things, Nick. <laughs> I'm and you won't believe what happened when we woke up in the morning. It's... I'm talking about orange juice. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. It was it was fucking great. And we went to see Now the problem is this is the time of year when all of the worst movies are available. <laughs> and the only uh, I went to see this is the end because mm-hmm. we were hoping to book a guest from that on Bullseye and I went to see uh The Heat and I enjoyed both of those movies. Those are big summer movies and they have mm-hmm. found them both to be very enjoyable. But Outside of those, I didn't know what else. And I would like to see this movie that the District 9 people made because I like District yeah. 9. Oh, yeah, me yeah, too. I'm excited that. about that. I ho- hope that it turns out to be good. But um, I I went to see Pacific Rim just because it was the only choice that seemed like it might be good. And it is it was remarkable because it is it is like the best movie that you could imagine – an 11-year-old writing. Yeah. You know, I think uh, what I like so much about the Guillermo del Toro movies, and I like just about all of them, mm-hmm. is that I think his English as a second languageness <laughs> is part of the charm of the script. There are some yeah. things that don't sound quite right, mm-hmm. but in an amazing way. I have to say, I, um, I the, my favorite, I saw Hellboy and really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I saw this movie and really enjoyed it. The only Guillermo del Toro movie that I've seen that I did not like was Pan's Labyrinth, which I hated. <laughs> I now, hated you, Pan's you Labyrinth. legitimately hated it or you hated how no. horrible you felt after yeah, you watched what it? A, Those what are a, two different what things. What a slog it was. I didn't en- well, I mean, that's why I hated it. I did mm. not enjoy anything that happened in the course of the I, entire movie. I just found it to be a miserable it, experience. Yeah, so, like I had been assaulted. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's, it's, so, it's it is so funny how goofy his English language movies are versus how kind of grim and serious yeah, yeah. his Spanish language but anyway, are. what I liked, what I devil's backbone. I, what I don't understand exactly 
is why, and I think I probably talked about this on the show mm. at the time, and I think at this point, years later, no one's going to get angry at me for saying this anymore. Pants Labyrinth? No, I, uh, well, that, people are definitely going to get angry mm. at me about that, but I, I, I just, I went to see Avatar and just fucking hated it. Sure. I just hated it so much. I was so, like, I just hated it. And, uh, and I don't usually go see movies mm. that I would hate. I usually try and focus on going to see movies that I would like. So it's it's unusual for me to come out of a movie theater being like, oh, I fucking hated that. You get to a certain age and you can pre- your radar's pretty good. Yeah, well, you know, there's a thing called film critics. <laughs> and they give you a pretty good idea of uh, what the content of a film is and what well, its quality is. If you read a couple of them whose, whose criticism you understand. Also, Crash... Got best picture and people love it. So <laughs> that's yeah, a good point. Yeah. But I mean, did did you know going into you knew going into Crash that it wasn't for you, right? I didn't I think it was going to be for me, and then I, I never, saw it and had no idea how shitty I. It was I never be. watched Crash because from you know yeah you see a trailer you, you I know. understood that this was a movie that was definitely not going yeah. to be something I should see. But anyway, I um I I don't know. I don't think that um, Avatar was that much more stupid than Pacific Rim was. You know what? I think what 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 is good about what is good about Pacific Rim is that it is a movie that is having fun being a dumb movie. Mm-hmm. Like Charlie yeah. Day is in it, yeah. So you automatically yeah. yeah. Charlie like, Day, Ron Perlman, they both look yeah. like they're having a good time. Yeah. I mean, and it's like you know, calling a movie like. I, I'm I'm I don't want to call those movies bad or dumb, but like they're they're like that, and they're having fun being like that. Yeah, you and get this. Avatar wanted me to think it was a good movie. Yeah, there's like your avatars. Oh, uh, so Man insulting. of Steel's a good example of a movie that should have been if, way less serious than it was. If there are people in your movie wearing costumes, sure, guys in tights and shit, you right off the bat have to take. The whole thing significantly less seriously, <laughs> right? You, and and you ha- you can't expect me not to. There's a dude in tights. Is that? Yeah. Are you explaining why I liked Spider-Man Two so much? <laughs> why that was like the last big blockbuster movie that I loved? Yes, it's but- why the Iron Man. It's why Iron Man was built to be a successful franchise sure. because it, he doesn't take. He's wearing a suit and he doesn't take yeah. any of the shit seriously. So you know. Well, you know what I I saw last night. I went to see the Wolverine last night, and I think something that Hugh Jackman. Gets that like see, he's still Wolverine, he's totally mm-hmm. still Wolverine. Are they still? Like, he wants nothing more. Than are they to keep still printing money? Is what yeah, the question yeah. you just asked. I thought every Wolverine thing has been a failure so far. Uh, you know, uh, I think they people hate Origins with uh, uh-huh. with with good cause. It's a bad movie, and the special effects are weirdly bad in it. So like, not even the cool the cool the stuff that's supposed to look cool doesn't even yeah. look that cool. So it's a crummy movie. What that, was the name of that movie? X Men Madman. What was that movie called? Oh, X Men First Class. Oh, actually, first class is great. He's not, he has a little cameo in yeah, that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. That was kind of a snooze. That's a, the uh, guy, the Fastbender's in that, right? Fastbender's yeah, in that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can watch all of these in 20-minute increments on cable. Yeah, they're made for FX. Um, <laughs> something that I think Hugh Jackman gets really well that, like, your Henry Cables and your Christian Bales don't is that it's fun to be in a superhero movie. Yeah, and you yeah. can be a – you don't have to be a – 
wisecracking guy. He's a Wolverine's a cranky character, yeah, yeah. but he looks like he's having a good time. He's not moping through the thing. And I mean, not to get too nerdy, but that's sure. the essence of Wolverine. Like he is sure he's yeah. dark and weird and twisted. But the Wolverine, like at least in the early days, the, the comic when I was reading the comic was just like drinking beer and kind of taking the piss out of everything sure, for the yeah. entire you know run of the series. Can I ask you one question? This is, I'm getting back to the film mm-hmm. Pacific Rim. Um, and by the way, uh, you're listening to Wham Bam Pow with me, <laughs> Jesse <Yeah>. Thorne, <laughs> Jordan Morris, and Nick Adams. Well, you know it's Jordan Jesse Go because it had a run of complaining about Avatar, yes. which I think we've been doing for two years, uh, three years. <laughs> and I... Um, uh, one thing that that left me in awe about Pacific Rim, and like I said, I, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Pacific Rim. It was a really fun movie. Is some people in the movie did a really great job, and other people in the movie were really bad. <laughs> and yeah. so, did they have two casting directors, one of whom was really bad? Yeah, boy. Because no one yeah. in the movie was in it because they were famous or anything. Like, sure. there's no like. Oh yeah, well you know that's that's you that know guy they from put, Sons they, of Anarchy. Yeah, you they get those put him Sons in, of Anarchy fans. They out. put him in there for his name or yeah. because of his contract demands. But like I don't know, like I I I watching. There's some scenes in the movie where uh, the movie, if you don't know, is about robots that the governments of the world create to fight these monsters coming out of a of an alien rift in the seafloor. And so, <laughs> I, first of all, just just to interrupt. I wish they would they would do one of these movies, and just the movie starts and there's fighting. Well, that's they don't what even do that fucking. Expo- <laughs> but they never do that because it never makes any real sense, and nobody fucking cares. That you was just want a guy of- to look into the camera and say, "Time to fight the monsters." <laughs> Go. Yeah, <laughs> it was a mi- one of the things that I thought was most impressive about Pacific Rim yeah. was the way that they. Okay, this is what this is this is the sort of the structure of the movie. There's a literally 15-minute fight sequence, just cold, right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Then there's maybe two minutes of exposition, (laughs) maybe three minutes of exposition, which is done mostly through voiceover, and then they're right back at it. (laughs) And what's amazing about the movie is no one – there are – look, two of the characters who fly the space robots – are father and son, and one mm-hmm. of them turns out to have a special relationship with another one. But there's no romantic plot in the film. There's no one has a family. <laughs> we the only time we see the any, father and son Australian guys. Well, that's what I said. There's oh, okay. there's there's two characters oh, okay. who are father sure, and sure. son. The, no one has a family. Like there's no wife and kids back at home. Mm-hmm. There there are the only shots of anyone who's not. A guy who flies the thing are a couple of crowd shots. There's a crowd shot of construction workers, mm-hmm. a crowd shot of people fleeing robots, and a few crowd shots of, you know, like the guys that live in that are the spaceship engineers on the ice planet Hoth. And then right, they that's got it. they got there's no the only thing that What happen- sort of caps do they wear cuz those guys always have to have a cap on. What yeah, sort they, of like little Yeah, they cap got a, they they got like a, a little, work like a work cap. Like yeah, a workman's yeah. like a yeah. space workman's cap. Yeah. Space construction. <laughs> and there's no there's no reason for you they basically there's a few internal reasons that you kind of care about the people. But basically it just assumes that the thing you care about is <laughs> monsters fighting robots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where your emotional investment comes in. It's, like, odd because I feel like 
movies are getting more like video games and video games are trying to be more like movies. I feel like so many big, big video games that you're supposed to and love. And books are trying to be more like board games. <laughs> News. More, like a lot of the big, I don't, I don't play video games as much as I used to, but from time to time I'll let myself just immerse myself into a, like a Bioshock or one of those, mm-hmm. you know, Batman, one of those big games. And they give you this huge elaborate cutscene. And then you fight for like five seconds. And then you get to a le- another level or you open up a new world. And there's another movie. And you're like, if I wanted to watch a fucking movie, I would have watched the movie. <laughs> yeah. I want to play a video game. Just I don't want to fucking play Tetris over yeah. here. <laughs> I don't want to. But I, I don't feel care like the about two... the square block. Yeah. How I don't... it feels about long straight block. Let's just go. Let's just do the thing. I feel like they're converging on each other. Well, this... that's what that was one of the wonderful things that I enjoyed about Pacific Rim. Besides, I enjoyed the fact that some of the actors seemed like they were on a soap opera. <laughs> they were that bad. And some of the actors did a really wonderful job with their weird, awkward English as a second language <laughs> dialogue. The more actors you see and the more like auditions you see the more you realize that there's like five good actors yeah well, there's a there's I'll like tell a you what I one actors. thing that shocked me about Pacific Rim is there's a scene with a young girl in peril um in the movie and she, and this girl is I mean the actress I'm guessing couldn't be any older than nine mm-hmm. um and she just does – and it's the kind of scene where it's the like pivotal – a pivotal emotional scene in the film. And it's the kind of scene where typically it would be so embarrassingly shitty that it would ruin the rest of the <laughs> yeah. movie. And she does the best acting in the movie. She's so genuinely affecting. And I don't – I'm trying not to give away too much of the plot of the movie. <laughs> Here's the fucking plot of the movie. The fucking robots fight the sea fish monster. Um, but it – and then there's other people who are just a random Australian guy. <laughs> it's just like they just went to Australia and said, I don't know. Give me a fucking handsome guy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that the uh, the main guy and his nemesis looked exactly the same. Exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> At least I give, give the evil guy a scar or a goatee. <laughs> maybe there's, maybe there's like the parts in the future. Just like three parts. Yeah. Right here. Yeah, th- little th- robot parts. A yeah. little robot face. We wouldn't have asked what it was for. No. We're just like, it's the future. He's no. got a little bit of robot face. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. This is Cameron Esposito. I'm Rhea Butcher. This is Ricky Carmona. And we have a great action and sci-fi movie podcast. That's right, great, on the Maximum Fun Network. It is called Wham Bam Pow. Every week we review an amazing movie about blow em ups We Smash call ups. it a dick flick. Yeah, we do. And you can tune in to the movies on Netflix Watch Instant. Maybe they're in theaters. It's going to change your life. You can subscribe on iTunes or listen at MaximumFun.org.
It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nick, repeat Adams. Hey, how about this for burying the lead? Mm-hmm. We're going to fucking Denver next weekend to give out a thousand ice cream cones. That'll be fun. Um, thank you to the, like, well over 500 people who donated to our Kickstarter to buy a thousand ice cream cones for a thousand strangers. Uh, this is... Both one of the dumbest and best <laughs> things we've done in our seven years. I'm so excited. Looking forward to seeing the gang at Sweet Action in Denver. And if, look, if you're listening and you're anywhere within driving distance of Denver, Colorado, Saturday, August 3rd, come down to Sweet Action Ice Cream and we'll give you a fucking ice cream cone courtesy of uh, Jordan Jesse Go listener. I started getting worried about the foot traffic outside Sweet Action. Uh-huh. Will a thousand people pass by that place? Yeah, well, that's what I, I'm hoping. Here's the secondary thing. If you're a local radio personality, oh. if you're a local, if you are either Lobster or the Doug, mm-hmm. um, give us a call. Drop us a line. We'll come on your show to plug uh, giving away a thousand ice cream cones because uh, we'll also make prank phone calls too. Yeah, <laughs> like if you need somebody to get do the that. voices ready. Yeah. What if we? What if we only give out? Ew, it's me. I need a toilet. <laughs> what do you think about yeah. that? That's a Russian guy that needs to shit. It's me. I need a toilet. It's his oh, that's his name. Yeah. That's his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it his name and his catchphrase? He anglicized it. It's me. <laughs> me. Yeah. That's... I need a toilet. God, I watched an episode. I watched the second episode of the Netflix original series uh, Orange Is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Flame series and uh, Captain Star Trek. Yeah. From NTSF SDSUV colon mm-hmm. colon. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, Captain Janeway. I don't know. Yeah. What is her name? I yeah. don't have seen that. You know who I'm talking about. Cap- Captain Captain Star Trek. Yeah. She's she's on, she's... she does a weird, I don't understand. She does an accent that is like that. Yeah. And uh, they explain her character's backstory in a sequence that could literally be out of Perfect Strangers. If. So I'm that's great. Now, R E, R E that, and R E not wanting the internet to be mad at you. I think we're simpatico about this. Let's not go there. Whoa! I think that's a cow. That's a sacred cow. I'm not really going to take down. I am all in. Yep. Mostly because I haven't watched the show yet, so I am bulletproof. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. That show is everyone that I've heard talk about that show. Seems to think it's great. I know. I mean, maybe it, it probably it gets better. More. Oh, you're thinking of high school. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of a high, high school for gay teens. Yeah. Yeah. It anyway. gets better. A private school for hey, gay teens. Here's something that the internet we, won't yell at us about. Well, first, yeah. we have to go start our billion-dollar idea. Right. We just needed like a big endowment. We like a lot it of different things. It gets better a high school for sure. gay teens. We like tons of different stuff. I like the Pacific Rim, for example. Yeah. It's okay to not like something. You just have to, you know. I'm nice about it. Yeah, I'm be nice, nice about, about it. it. Every, not, everybody doesn't have to like me. everything. I like that there's a lot of different kind of lesbians on it. Sure. Good for If I was a lesbian, I'd be like, check it out. Look at all these different kinds. It's the first television show ever with a bunch of different kinds of lesbians. Well, the L word, right? Yeah, but the L word was like a weird... I mean, uh, all the lesbians I know also like to watch the L word, but they all sort of resented it. They watch it out of a sense of obligation. The lesbian community is where, like, the black community should have been, like, 30 years ago, though. Like, you're just so happy to be represented at all. (laughs) It's, they're in jail, though. Uh, okay, it's fine. Let's just watch it. You know, yeah. like, you just uh, okay. At least we're a part of the whole thing. Like they're letting us play. We're in the mix. <laughs> yeah, we're in the mix. We're up in there, yeah. doing something. Okay, let's let's get back to sweet action ice cream. Sure. Saturday, August third. Um, thank you so much to the hundreds. Lesbians and hundreds. get two. 
No, lesbians do not get two. I just doubled your whole fucking deal. Lesbians just get no. That's not how it works. Oh. It doesn't. You don't just double it. <laughs> you double the number. What do you mean you doubled it? You doubled the number of ice cream scoops we give to lesbians. If you go with my plan, you get a increased right. lesbian traffic, which is great. We love lesbians here. Who doesn't? Yeah. So then you get some some like sports dudes thinking that there's a thing going to go down. I saw um not to not to be. Not to be a room full of straight guys talking about lesbians. <laughs> right. Uh, and I'm, I'm presenting myself for bringing this up. But something I saw, I went down to Comic-Con for a day and unexpectedly thought that this was really hot. I saw a lesbian couple dressed as Mary Poppins in a chimney sweep. <laughs> I'm like, whoa! Anyway. Sorry, guys. Oh, that's, man. That's pretty good. That's pretty strong it work. It was great. It's, pretty, it's like venturing. Here's, here's what I do love about Comic-Con. I've never been. I would love to go. As someone who read comic books a lot, right, you probably youth, you probably wouldn't love it. I, I think I would love it. I would be drunk and or high the entire time, so I would probably. I would enjoy say myself. that would help. Yeah, yeah, definitely helps. But, I would say go to a lesser comic. Don't go to San Diego. Go to your go to your Wonder Cons. Go little, to your Emerald little, City Comic. It's a little exhausting and very smelly. <laughs> very smelly. <laughs> Pretty smelly. Yeah, like really, it literally like not. It literally well, is you very get smelly. that many human beings together, sure. and then you know things happen, mm-hmm. yeah. but. Like, at a certain point, it was like, if you're into comic book shit, like, sci-fi, action-y, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to dress up as a mecha, sure. you know, this is what I you do. I think it's just pronounced mech, Ben. I, okay, sorry. Okay. Nerd. Yeah. He's um, talking about he's talking about a Muslim pilgrim yes, yes. on his way to the Hajj. Dress sure. up as the oh, holy site. Okay, okay. The actual holy Muslims all pray to a giant robot, right? <laughs> yeah. At a certain point, I mean, people it, just lesbians went. Lesbians check. At a certain Muslims point, people check. just like, fuck it. I got something else I want to wear. Yeah. I want to dress up like Mary Poppins. You know, yeah. That has nothing to do with any of this, but and I'm going to do actu- it. That actually happened to me. I When I went to Comic-Con, I was dressed as Ladybug Mecca from <laughs> Diggable Planets. <laughs> did you have a pair of Jabot jeans on? I did. Yeah, some Jabots. <laughs> um, so, yeah, come out on uh, August 3rd. It's, man, this is going to be so just cool. Just one we're for lesbians it. is what we're, we're, did we just, decide yeah. on. It, one for anyone. Okay. Anyone who comes... Uh, LGBT straight dogs are not people. Mm-hmm. They cannot have one. But it's good that you, it it's good that you got that in there. Though. Yeah, sorbet. We're gonna have sorbet. There's gonna be vegan options, vegan horchata, well, I'm, perhaps. I'm off board. You're off board. Yeah. You think you think they should have to suffer? <laughs> yeah. You think people suffer for their you bad think choices? Should, vegans and people with Crohn's disease, queue up <laughs> and take your punishment. <laughs> hey, lactose intolerant, yeah. enjoy some diarrhea too. <laughs> get in here. <laughs> Wait, so you're not just saying they don't get to participate? You're saying they still have to participate? They have to have the animal. They're fat obliged in their body to compromise their morals <laughs> and yes. or health. Yeah. In order, wow, well, you know, get in here. I, Hey, let me let me just put it this way. Internet, please. Be mad with Nick. <laughs> you don't have his email address. <laughs> um, I can I tell you another can I tell you one great thing that's happening to me? Sure. This week. This is something that I only found out about on my way uh down here to Los Angeles. I'm in the car. Maybe we're on the grapevine. My wife's in the back seat. Baby's That adds up. That's on the way. Yeah. Pre pre or post Causchwitz. Uh post Causchwitz. Okay. Uh, the excellent pronunciation. Thank you. Um, the the boy is watching the Winnie the Pooh movie on a little TV. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is looking at her phone. She's looking at Facebook. Sure. She says, uh, "Hey Jesse, there's a Facebook message here from Rohini." Now, Rohini is my wife's c- 
or cousin's wife. She's a great lady. I have no beef with Rohini. I like her. <laughs> but that's not enough to pique my interest. I think it's just going to be some bullshit about somebody's pregnant and some what? cousin is pregnant or something. What married man response did you hit her with? Did you maybe give her a, mm, one of those? Yeah, basically I gave, I gave her a, okay. You know, like an, uh-huh. Yeah, I was listening. Look, I'm in the front. I'm trying to listen to Stop Podcasting Yourself. Sure. I'm trying to enjoy myself with my friends Graham and Dave. You don't need to hear about a shoe sale or I a don't need to. <laughs> so apron party or a whatever it is that women talk about with each other on Facebook. Vagina swap or a, a Pinterest <laughs> tag. Sure. You know? So A douche nozzle. Then my wife, my wife adds to this. She says, What are women? My wife's cousin's name is Luke. And she says, uh, Rohini says she and Luke are wondering if anyone that they know in Los Angeles has a backyard where they can keep their pig for a few days. Hey. (laughs) I said, I do. Wow. So tomorrow, my wife's cousin and his wife are going to bring over to my house they're a 70s policeman. Just <laughs> you got to feed him donuts. <laughs> Their pig Atticus is going to live in my backyard oh, for four days. Atticus. Oh, man. Yeah. You are never allowed to make jokes about Los Angeles ever again. Los Angelinos don't have pigs, do they? <laughs> you can have a pig named Atticus in your backyard. <laughs> George Clooney's pig lived in his villa in Italy. Um, what do you th- how, how do you think the dogs will react? Will they play I don't with know. the pig? They're going to go shithouse. Will think... the do- pig hurt the dogs? Or mm. vice versa? It's a mini pig. Okay. You know, it's like a por- pot belly. It's a pork belly pig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do not carve the pig up and eat it, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. We've got the curing house is, all yeah. built. This pig is strictly for futures. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's a fro- con- frozen concentrated orange juice <laughs> yeah. pig. So the uh, the pig and the dogs... We're going to find out. I mean, when it comes down to it, I love my dogs very much, but the pig is going to be the priority. Sure. <laughs> so if the dogs don't like the pig, that's on them. Yeah. You know, Where are they going that's not pig friendly that they can't take their fucking pig? Oh, presumably like a Holiday Inn. I'm guessing a Holiday Inn. I mean, I don't know a that mu- for sure. A Muslim Holiday Inn. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a Motel 6. Uh, yeah. Maybe don't get a pig. I don't know. Pig. Don't get it. I'm not getting a pig. No, I'm no, talking to them. Now I've, I've moved on past your anecdote to questioning your family members' life choices. <laughs> Where you get a Why pig? Why wouldn't you get a pig if you had the opportunity? Because you gotta pawn it off on somebody. It's well, a house pig. It lives in their apartment. I don't have. I a mean, it's based. I mean, you know, I, I they're adorable, but it's basically ferret python. <laughs> I mean, it's in that zone <laughs> of like you, here's, a, here's, a pet, the here's a pet that that inconveniences those around us. <laughs> but a pig doesn't. A pig is a pig is like a little dog or something. They're very yeah. they're loving. They're smart. They're clean. You know, they go to the bathroom in the right place. They can be housebroken. Cockatoo. <laughs> I, I think it's in that zone of pet to me. It's not like they're bringing it to Starbucks on their shoulder. Sure. Well, they may be bringing it to Starbucks. I may bring it to Starbucks on my shoulder. I don't even get drink coffee. Little, get it a little frappe. I can't even drink coffee. All I'm saying is, it, if, who knows what might be on sale at Superior. Wait a minute. If you guys let your guard are you yeah. thinking? Are you thinking that the owners of the independent grocery <laughs> store by my house, El Superior, a.k.a. Superior Grocers, <laughs> are going to break into my backyard, which is locked. It's a locked facility. <laughs> And transform my pig into what? Chicharron? I'm just saying an enterprising 
young urban sure. hunter mm-hmm. might see an opportunity. Sure. How about, yeah. you know, all I know about the butcher operation at El Superior is that one time when they didn't know what veal was and then made me feel really bad that I was asking for it. <laughs> are they, are your, are your uh, cousins, what are these, cousins? And my wife's cousin. Cousins? My wife's cousin and, or, is this a, and his husband. Is this a Renfair situation? What are they? What are they to where they have a pig? <laughs> the Indie Rockers. Oh, Indie Rockers. Okay. He's okay. in a band. Okay. He's got a popular band in San sure. Francisco. His wife is a uh, uh, you know classy indie rock type lady. Mm-hmm. You know, looks good in a vest. Sure, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about like a like a vintage vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the kind of operation they're running. They're, okay. they're, they're running a very. What's their, what's their iced coffee situation like? What do they roll with? Probably blue bottle. I'm going to guess blue mm. bottle. <laughs> I don't see any reason to suppose that they would. Yeah. Stoop to the levels of uh, Stumptown. Stumptown or get out of here. It's like poison in my mouth. Yeah, from my yeah. aunt Pig, maybe. But yeah, I mean, it's I, I. I mean, I'm sure that they are delightful and classy. But that is a that is a we're being weird on purpose situation. I think <laughs> no, when you go, pigs are so sweet. <laughs> no, pig is a sweet. We are so lousy it, with dogs. So like, is literally, a dog. So there is a cat. In every major city yeah. in America, there are facilities that exist. With regular business hours, and they are just dying sure. for you to come and take They'll a fucking dog. They'll basically give it to you. They'll basically give it to you. <laughs> wait, I've... wait. Let us make sure it can't fucking have other dogs yeah. before we give it to you. Yeah. Give us like 20 bucks because we have to like clean these kennels yeah. and shit. But little pigs are so sweet. It's hey. just on their lap and stuff. And a, and a recumbent bike is a lot of fun to ride on. <laughs> and circus skills are great for parties. Sure. I'm sure Stars has very excellent programming. Hey, Jesse, I'm sure every, Stars is great. Everybody wants to hear your ukulele song. <laughs> I mean, it's it's you know a pig is coming to visit my backyard. It's it's delightful and whimsical. So, yeah, soy cheese is great. A little piggy is carob is just as good as chocolate. <laughs> He's gonna live in my backyard. <laughs> he might find truffles. That's Who knows? true. He could find truffles or I oil. Think, I think, then I'd be rich. Yeah. I think Charlie Murphy is just as funny. Is Eddie Murphy? <laughs> yeah, I think Charlie Murphy is just as funny. You're just a high guy in college Orange is- in 2004. <laughs> Orange is the New Black is really funny. I mean, Whoa! it's funnier than 30 Rock. There oh we go. It comes from character. It, it finally happened. Oh, he yeah. broke the seal on it. I would be funnier if it had jokes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. There was humor. Yeah. yeah. I have to watch the show. Things that are cute. Sure. Out of the zeitgeist, I have to watch it. It's not that bad. It's it's not a horrible show or anything. It's I just don't want anyone to tell me about it. I watch too. Maybe I'll watch more. Who knows? I think it's that you like. I may change my tune. It used to be if a show was like if there was a show out there you watched it you didn't like it you know that was the end of it you didn't have to like watch Twitter talk about it for like you know a year. Yeah, yeah I feel so, like I know. feel like I would have a lot better opinion. I feel like I would have feel a lot better because like Twitter and Facebook are part of my life. Mm-hmm. If I could just take those things that I didn't agree with Twitter and Facebook about, right. re filter it out. Yeah, if I could just say, hey. <laughs> Have fun over there with OITNB. Yeah. Have fun over there with Sharknado. And, and then, like, right, yeah. I think it just seems like the world is into it because we are guys who look at Facebook and Twitter well, ten times a day. Well, because and, now people are literally in your face with it. Sure. I mean, if they're not in your right, face. Right, exactly. You know? And it's like no one actually watched Sharknado, but, I mean, for that week we feel like, that's all anyone's talking about, yeah, yeah. you know, you monsters. But it's like, no, no one actually watched it. They are yeah. monsters, though, our friends. They're, they're great. Our yeah. friends are monsters. Yeah, they're kaiju's. <laughs> well, I'm a I'm I'm a kaiju. You're a kaiju. So what kind of friends would you expect me to have if oh, they're, they're not kaiju's. If they're not from the Rift, yeah, I'm not going to go out to dinner <laughs> with them. You're not going to hang out with a Jaeger. My parents just just like 
Control F Rift and delete that shit out of your script, man. Yeah. Nobody needs that. The Rift. The Rift. There's a it's rift. like, what's the Bruce Willis Ben Affleck asteroid movie? Like, Armageddon. Just cut to yeah. them on an asteroid. Who gives a shit, man? Wait, do they live on an asteroid? Like Who the knows, little prince? Jesse? You're thinking of the little prince. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're thinking of. You're thinking of I'm the sure they also prince. consider that for a name for the pig. <laughs> the little prince. <laughs> What's the little prince's name? That was the short list. I can't believe that you guys can't be happy for me that a pig is coming to live at my house for five days. No, because you have because you have a kid, and I know how sure. fucking batshit insanely happy my daughter would be if there was a pig around. Come on, for a couple of days, I'll yeah. give you a pass. I bet it's really fun. I think just with your with your outspokenness, re. Look at me moves from people. <laughs> this is a really bad look at me. Well, move. to be fair, I've also been outspoken about barnyard animals in inappropriate contexts. Sure, I've always supported miniature <laughs> barnyard animals of every type. That's true. Even donks. Speaking of barnyard animals, you'll appreciate this. This this happened a while ago, but mm-hmm. I went to the fucking to the Grove down yeah. there, which just a popular uh, mall slash nightmare scape. Yeah, simulated uh, nightmare yeah. scape. Hellish daytime yeah. uh, extras. Filming hellscape, um, but they just out of nowhere one day on like a. What do you on, go? What do you? What's what's cause of your Grove trip? What are you doing? You seeing a well, movie? Nick lives yeah. there. I mean, I Nick... live within walking distance, oh, okay, so okay. it's the closest movie theater. It's the closest Apple store. You know, if I'm out of whatever, if He's I need out socks, of J. You know. Crew shirts. He yeah, stops I'll by. zip on mm-hmm. over. Yeah. But I was with my daughter. And just out of nowhere, they had set up a full-on petting zoo. Uh, yeah, the they got that shit. Oh, grove. Hey. There's a secondary grove. You can't grove. just drop a petting zoo. Like, I have to know going into <laughs> you the You have to be shit. emotionally prepared yeah. for a billy goat. My daughter just lost it. Like, I have to know that that's what I'm going to be doing for an hour and a yeah. half. I can't. Me can't and my son fed this goat. On our trip to San Francisco, we went to Train Town. Mm-hmm. It's a look. It's a train that travels around the simulated town. Jesse, it's not for you, okay? Like, yeah. it's not like Orange is New Black. This is not. You're not in the demographic of Train Town. I don't so think. Simon, Simon, and I and, and some family members visited Train Town, and they got a stop. Train Town, the train from Train Town makes a stop, and uh, there's three goats and uh, a you. You know, a mm-hmm. sheep. And, uh, not so, a ram. No, not a ram. Well, because. It'll butt the kids. You know, it's little children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of children at Chain sure. Was this stopping at grade? Was the crossing at grade? Yeah, oh, it was absolutely okay. at grade. Yeah. No, no concerns with a WRT grade. <laughs> um, and uh, we, we fed that sheep. We fed some goats. We had a good time feeding some animals. But the petting zoo, the weird thing, I've only been to the petting zoo that's at the Grove's. Uh, sister nightmare escape, <laughs> the Americana at Brand. Which is immediately more nightmarish because it's in Glendale. Yeah, and Glendale is definitely worse than central Los Angeles. I mean, it is. My father is from Glendale. I can honestly say it's it's worse. Although, you know, uh, the high high proportion of Armenians, as my father is, is wont to point out, means that at least now you can get something decent to eat there <laughs> the, um, relative the, to when he grew up. My there. favorite joke that when I worked on New Girl that never got in, which, you know, there's like a thousand of those if you were going to show. But at a certain point, the guys were going to have a landlord who was Armenian. And at a certain point, he was going to say that he was going to be out of town because he was going to Little Armenia, <laughs> which meant Armenia. <laughs> 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 a lot of Armenians in Glendale, Armenian Americans, etc. Anyway, I met the Americana at Brandon. I don't know if it's like this at the Grove, but we went to go I'm to the cur- petting zoo. Oh, okay. You were going. I'm. I'm curious why you would 
go. So there's two reasons. Yeah. Uh, I, I've only been I, – I have gone a couple times because I have a, a water bubbling machine. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the cartridges, I have to ex- exchange them at Sur La Tabla. And that's like the closest. Never get to make fun of anybody for anything else that we're going to do. Never. Yeah. Um, that's the closest one to my house. You could house. have just done that on your way from uh, Sausalito <laughs> to Newport Beach. Exchange Just drop by Switzerland Top uh, headquarters yeah. real quick. So I've done that a couple times. But then I recently figured out that I could go to the Staples office supply store. Uh, okay. To do that. Sure. Okay. So now I can just go to Staples yeah. because then I don't have to deal with the Americana at brand. But my wife will occasionally take them because they have a fountain, a dancing fountain there. And my two-year-old. Kids love it. He's oh, okay. really into the dancing fountain. And, you know, it's free. They have like really a little play area for kids to run around. Yeah, they have okay. someone come and sing songs. It's, uh, you know. He's really into it. I mean, I, I can't bring myself to go there and we try and do other things. But sometimes it's a free thing that he likes. Yeah. Um, but the petting zoo during the summer, I don't know, For at some point there, there was a petting zoo going on. And uh, what's weird about it is it's just basically on the side of the road. <laughs> like there's no place – there's no appropriate place to put a petting zoo sure. at this outdoor mall shopping center area. So it's just as though someone pulled up to the sidewalk mm-hmm. and shat out a – petting zoo with a bunch of of confused children and just some scared looking bunny rabbits. And every child's reaction to a petting zoo is the exact same. 50% pure joy, 50% horror. Yeah. Like my daughter spent like 30 seconds slowly creeping up to this very timid deer to pet it for her. Maybe a second and a half, and then scream and run in the other. Direction. Oh, it's kind of like a visiting Santa, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Mickey Mouse yes, at Disneyland yes. kind of I'm situation. I'm fascinated like, by this, but... right? Sure. The other, the other problem with this. So we call the Uncanny Valley. <laughs> <laughs> the other problem with this petting zoo is the texture of the skin is wrong. Sure. So... Yeah. The eyes look dead. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. Um, oh, no. wait, I'm sorry. That's the movie Polar Express starring <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> so the... just a random <laughs> jab at an admittedly. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> yeah. The other thing. Oh, I got some Beowulf <laughs> material directed by Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, you want some? You want Zemeckis stuff? You're gonna go to Jordo yeah. over here. I'll go all the way back to the Frighteners, guys. <laughs> the so, Frighteners look like one of those movies where you would see it on cable and go, "This is this is probably this looks like it might be a really good." No, no, Beep. no, no, sir, no, sir. So the thing about this petting zoo, besides that, is because of the foot traffic, these are very popular shopping centers mm-hmm. because they have. A weird trolley that goes from nowhere to nowhere and just makes a clanging sound. Mm-hmm. And they got this weird dancing fountain that people are shooting videos of. Mm-hmm. Literally Italian families posing for photographs in front of this yeah. fountain. No, you're at the mall. It's just the mall. It's just a mall. It's a mall. It's just got a J. Crew. <laughs> anyway, so um, the, the thing about this petting zoo is because of the foot traffic, not, none of these animals are interested in the food. They have eaten their fucking fill. <laughs> right, right. Maybe you can get a goat interested in eating it, but that's just because maybe you could get a goat interested in eating a tin can. Yeah, well, they feed the goats broken iPods from the Apple Store. Yeah, the Apple Store go. just brings over a tub of broken iPads, dumps them out, the goats eat them. <laughs> Bring out the third generations. <laughs> <laughs> Still got a wheel? Yeah, let that yeah. goat eat it. <laughs> Wheel. I fucking I fucking love a, I love the petting zoo. I There's, had way more fun than my daughter did. I think. Well, because well, I don't I don't get to visit weird animals very yeah. much and pet them 
And not that they're that weird. It's not like yeah. it's, they got a Wolverine and a Tasmanian devil. Sure. Capybara. <laughs> God, I would visit a Capybara petting zoo in a fucking second. That's the world's Nut- largest rodent. Yeah. Nutria. Oh, Nutria petting zoo? <laughs> Nutria petting zoo. They're soft, right? They're killed for their so. fur, yeah, I think. Yeah. Right? Don't they fur hunt them? No, I think they hunt them because they're nemesis. But I think no, they use... not nemesis. What yeah, I think they're... They're well, invasive think... species. Yeah. 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 But I think they use the fur as a sort of substitute for real good fur. You know, like Nutria? a mink. Yeah, I think so. Ooh. I think Nutria <laughs> fur is like a, it's like a cheap... You know, it's like rabbit fur or something where so it's... So you, like, go downtown well, I mean, I LA, they... get, like, a Nutria guy in, like, exactly. the back alley? <laughs> you want Nutria? I get you <laughs> Nutria. My friend, my friend. Where is toilet? <laughs> you want Nutria? I am character. I am character in backstory on Orange is New Black. <laughs> there I you go. You guys both got one in. I am I am weird mad TV sketch inserted into otherwise <laughs> oh, reasonably serious television program. You guys are on Gingy Cohen's bad side. Look out. It's okay. It's okay. I don't have anything to worry about. I'm not a big brassy African-American woman. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a lot of sass? There's a, there's How a, high on the sass on there's, does it Luckily, go? there's a variety of different ethnic characters. So All you sassing don't, it up? You don't feel physically uncomfortable <laughs> while watching it as what you might with weeds. <laughs> um, anyway, now that I've alienated everyone in show business and all of our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Moore's boy detective. Nick Repeat Adams. Mm, sponsor on this week's program, our friends at Adult Swim. They've got a new season of Children's Hospital starring the great Rob Corddry, a beloved Jordan Jesse Go guest, and also, Jordan, a season of NTSF SDSUV starring Paul Shear, another beloved Jordan Jesse Go guest. Thursdays at midnight. I'm sure you've seen Human Giant, The State Stella, or at the very least, the iconic Wet Hot American Summer. Children's Hospital and NTSF SDSUV colon colon created by the same odd geniuses to bring you the same witty, weird, and hilarious comedy that you love. Both of these shows, incredible casts with favorites, brilliant people. I'm talking about Ken Marino. Megan Malawi. I'm talk Malawi. Malawi. Megan Malawi. Megan Malawi. The African strong arm <laughs> dictator. Sure. Uh, Rob Hubel. June Diane Raphael. Lake Bell. And of course, Pops Paul Shear and Rob Cordry. You can't miss it. Thursday nights at midnight on Adult Swim Children's Hospital NTSF SD SUV. Your Thursday night comedy destination. That's basically all of our favorite people. Uh, I, I think I speak for Jordan when, we, when I say we both love both of those oh, shows. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. It's sponsors or not, uh, I definitely never miss those shows. They're hilarious. Yeah. So you should be watching them. Watch those Thursday nights at midnight on Adult Swim. Nothing up on the Jumbotron this week, but if you want to get up on the Jumbotron, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. It's cheap. It's easy. You can share your message with the world. And if you want to advertise on our show... I think we provide a pretty good return on investment. Yeah. Go to... Let's say... One, unless you're one the folks at Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Email Teresa <laughs> at MaximumFun.org. T-H-E-R-E-S-A at MaximumFun.org. Hey, they got all the Futuramas up there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Watch any episode of Futurama you want They to. took off Yo Gabba, those bastards. Uh, uh, thank God. I, I, it exhausts me. Watching what I... I, oh. I want to watch... An, you know what we watch We know what we watch on the Netflix? What's that? With Simon? Sean the Sheep. Sean the Sheep. That show's premium. Okay, I'll check it out. My daughter's way into Pingu right now. I can't. I try to introduce something else, and she's just like, Pingu! 
Yeah, I am very, very grateful. Uh, Eleni Mandel, mm-hmm. uh, singer-songwriter Eleni Mandel, suggested to Teresa that, that they try Shaun the Sheep. Uh, it is made by the uh, Ardman Animation, the Wallace and Gromit oh, people. Yeah, yeah. doesn't have any dialogue. It's just about this funny sheep and his adventures on the farm. Uh, and it's just really great. It's not educational at all, mm-hmm. but it's it's actually genuinely funny and pleasant to watch. You know what actually it's would be such a relief would be good for your kids that's up on Netflix is uh, Twin Peaks. <laughs> is that on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah, you all know, the episodes. Could, if Fire Walk with Me isn't up there, but you can like rent that later. Simon if you is supplement. Simon is really into pie, so mm, I think sure. he might like yeah. Twin Peaks. My daughter loves little people, so <laughs> <laughs> sure. So between all of those things, I think Twin Peaks is a pretty easy sell. Yeah, well, it's, you know, show them Blue Velvet. If they like that, they'll get <laughs> right. that same. Yeah. Sensibility. Right, right. right, the same sensibility. You know, it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that. Simon has been doing a lot of transcendental meditation lately. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> and he's he's really enjoyed David Lynch's uh, transcendental meditation music. Mm. Uh, his music label that releases music for doing transcendental meditation with. Of course. Sure, sure it does. Anyway... Um, he oh, like David, David, Lynch David Lynch's believes... album was called Crazy Cloud Time. <laughs> <laughs> sure was. Uh, that's okay. like, but I I think you should indulge if you get that successful and that famous, you should absolutely indulge all that shit. Like Spike Lee should just like start a line of of just orange hats, like just make <laughs> bright orange hats to be worn only at Knicks games. Why <laughs> not? You sell three or four of those, you know, it's all a write off. Come on. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nick. Repeat Adams. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, the Jordan Jesse Go listener, we ask that you call us to tell us about it at 206 984 4FUN, 206 984 4FUN, or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. We get some heat on the forum, by the way, for being judgmental of that guy who called in a momentous occasion that uh, he had found a um, masseuse who gave happy endings. Oh, well, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. <laughs> I would like I to was retroactively judgment. not give that guy any judgment <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> oh man, I judged that guy. I'm I judged him. There you go. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Maybe something you don't share in a podcast. Yeah, well, I just I don't want someone to brag to me about it one way or the other. I have look, <laughs> brag I, about not not doing it? It may be I'll have you know, Thorn. It may be <laughs> that it may be that if prostitution was legalized, that would reduce the harm from prostitution. I don't know. I'm not a public policy analyst. I'm going to reserve judgment on that issue. However, I can say that no matter what, whether or not it's legal, I don't want anyone to brag to me about it. <laughs> okay. That having been said, let's take our first momentous occasion call. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guest. I'm calling with a momentous occasion. I work at a retail store that has a kids club. People sign up and they put down their kids' names and birthdays and they get a cupcake on their birthday. It's Burger King. I was entering the data from these forums into the computer the other day and realized that there were two boys data. named Deuce and Boom. That's like a playing card and an explosion. I'm just going to say right now, future tag team champions of the world. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I bet Deuce and Boom's parents have a pig. <laughs> People that they need to give the neighbors to watch. And like a 
developing meth addiction. <laughs> that's okay. That's a different different end. But they're yeah. not full blown. But yeah. they're like they're sure they're, they've got their toes in the water. I'll tell you, naming children's tough. Yeah. I, yeah. We, it's funny because when the first baby came out, I mean, I mean, I think you can make it a lot easier for yourself if you just restrict it to things that are names. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. keep it in the realm of names, and also you know, not stuff. Go or with about, or uh, noises. Go with an approved spelling that has been used for hundreds. Yeah, and hundreds don't, of years. don't throw a Y in there. Yeah. I um I the first the first child name we had a great boy name great girl name mm-hmm. we were very happy with boy came out we knew what we were doing boom 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 lickety split his name's Simon we're very happy with it uh, this time around we still had that girl name in reserve but the boy the baby's going to be another boy and uh, it's been a, it's been so really the boy's tough just going to be Callista whether he likes it or not <laughs> yeah. with the Y yeah Callista yeah <laughs> come on Jordan we wouldn't name a baby Callista. I'm sorry. It's named Flockhart. Excuse me. <laughs> Flockhart, yeah. Um, it's named... Not Mrs. after Callista Flockhart, <laughs> after the wizard Flockhart. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've never heard of the wizard Flockhart, that's yeah, on you. Sure. <laughs> that is your deal. Yeah. Read book eight, asshole. There was <laughs> there was a lot of discussion in, in my family, and I just want to say before yeah, I say this... Yeah, but you this, were surprised about the Red Wedding, too. <laughs> yeah. You were one of the people who was surprised when I that happened. see that fucking coming. I want. I want to say <laughs> yeah, before Flockhart. Oh, <laughs> before I mention this thing that I'm not inviting judgment because I don't like people. We've not talked about these things publicly, basically just because we don't want to invite judgment. Uh, people <laughs> feel very comfortable telling you what they think of what name you've picked. Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't. Is someone pick the name? It's it'll be fine. That's why pretty much nobody tells anymore, right? Like, right. Nobody says it before the baby comes. But there was an intense discussion of well, we we've we very much like the idea of have of naming our of calling our child Archie, and but we th- felt a little goofy naming the baby. We did felt like we couldn't name the child Archie because then he wouldn't have an adult name to live his adult life with. You know, it's. Uh, with sure. all yeah, due that, respect, that to, works till about twelve. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then exactly. Then with then with yeah. all due respect to Archie Manning, mm-hmm. uh, the father of the Manning family, who's an old guy. Like, who's there an was old probably, guy? Yeah, but, with Archies back then. Yeah, but you grow back into it around fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. If you have like a windbreaker and you're always carrying around like a newspaper. Hey, Arch. So mm. we we could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't. Archie doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> we couldn't just name him Archie. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to name him Archibald. Mm-hmm. I know an Archibald. Actually. If if Archie, if we had like Archibalds in our family or something like that, mm, we might consider sure. that. Or you knew for sure he was going to be elected to the Senate. Yes. Like if so, you knew he yes. was going to be a senator at some yeah. point. Uh, <laughs> well, I think if we named him Archibald Thorne, at the very <laughs> locked least. Locked it in. Yeah, at the very least. So so we didn't want to name him. millionaire shut in. <laughs> we didn't want to name him Archibald. Recluse. And we, we spent a long time wrestling with, and to some extent still, are wrestling with would it be appropriate for us to name him Archer mm-hmm. given that our f- favorite current television show <laughs> yeah, is called sure. Archer which makes us feel very uncomfortable about it uh, and also that while it is an actual name it it has a little bit of the feeling of a made up name mm-hmm. sure. like turns out it is a real name with deep roots and everything mm-hmm. it's not just deep a surname deep roots in like uh, oil money <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh but it feels a little made up. Yeah, Archer's, yeah. The, Archer's the guy who owns a minor league baseball team. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I see what you mean. I mean, it's a little like fantasy e, mm-hmm. and it's a little like sure. Yeah, there's just and it just yeah. Anyway, it does sound like a Game of Thrones character. The end yeah. of the did you did you guys uh, you just and Nick you just you, you and your wife just had a second child. Yes. Did you have a hard time picking the names of the children? Like everything to do with us with your second child, we spent such. So much less time on it than we did with our first. You're just like, whatever. No, it was, it, yeah, I mean. It, Mary Kay. It was something that I always thought I <laughs> oh, wanted funny. to do. Yeah. The name was something that I had always thought I wanted to do, but I just never knew if my wife would ever agree to let me pull the tr- We named our son Coltrane. Yeah. It's pretty, always, it's, pretty good. it's pretty good. I, it gives him an out. If he's like, ugh, that's too much for me to deal with, I'll just be Cold, which is just a normal sure. name. Cold's like, great. doesn't have to be any, you know, no baggage necessary. I'll tell you. I mean, it's because of your deep and 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 um, and abiding love of um, side characters from Gears of War. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love the actor Robbie Coltrane. Oh, okay. He um, is incredible. I, uh, I, the only guy, I knew a guy named Coltrane. Look, I'm from San Francisco. I knew people named Coltrane. <laughs> uh, we, there's a church there's, called yes. the Church of St. John Coltrane in San Francisco <laughs> that people People go too seriously. I've been to that church. Okay, so not seriously. I, I no. knew a guy named. I knew a, a guy named yeah. Coltrane, you went as a goof. and it's a really lovely name. And uh, Coltrane appeared to be a really lovely guy. Had this beautiful child, uh, and then it turned out he was uh, sleeping with someone else in the office. Uh, and uh, broke up his marriage with his wife with whom uh, he had the beautiful child, and the name Coltrane was ruined for me forever. <laughs> <laughs> What about Rob? There's that like a also thousand happens. Robs fucking somebody that, on the side right, right now. But there's only one Coltrane fucking somebody <laughs> on the side, and he happened to work in the same office as me. See, that's the problem. With a distinctive name, it poisons the whole well. Never, you can't work with Yeah, I side. guess if you have a distinctive name, like, you owe it to everyone around you to not be an asshole yeah, because right, you yeah. ruin the name. Yeah. Yeah. I feel a little bit like that about Jordan. I feel yeah. like it's, it's, an, it's an unusual enough name to where, like, I'm the first guy people usually think of mm-hmm. if, like, they know me. Like, there's probably not another Jordan walking around Or even there. if they don't know you. Sure. I mean, personally. They would right. know your reputation. Sure. As, as a fuckmaster. <laughs> sure, as a fuckmaster. <laughs> Is that so what it's called, that's a, like, being a fuckmaster? Yeah. That's what, they, that's what the kids are called. And yeah, yeah, so that's why, I mean, like, God, there's guys, there's a lot of pressure being a constant fuckmaster, you yeah, know? Like, I understand that. Some, I mean, with great power, right? Uh, listen, mm-hmm. Margaret, uh, you know, that was the best I had. Everyone can't be stellar. And you know sure. what she says? Jesus. <sighs> Not exactly masterful. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to um, um, more like include... a Danny Masterson. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to like get kind of kind of meld social circles with um, busty uh, British page three girl Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're familiar with her, yeah, yeah. She has giant breasts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why I'm kind of trying to like combine our social circles. That way, like I get off the hook a little bit. You know, people maybe associate her with some mm-hmm. things, me with some things. So just I don't feel this fuckmaster pressure. All Have the time. we ever addressed the fact? Something that I learned through having a Google alert set up that did not have quotation marks around it, mm-hmm. that there is a porn star named Jesse Jordan. <laughs> That's funny. Might be Jordan Jesse. No, Jesse Jordan. Okay. That sounds right, right? That's Jesse's a good, not it's a, a good name. porn star Jordan name. Could be. Yeah. Jesse Jordan, right? I don't know. Let's... Well, let we'll we'll get to the bottom of this. We'll use the internet. <laughs> Brian, can I just let you know if you're gonna Google that, please do it on your personal computer. <laughs> um, we have we have just one go more into, call. Go into private browsing, Brian. Go, Brian. Go into private browsing. <laughs> we have one more call to listen Shove, to. That's the, the reason Opera exists as a browser. Just fire yeah. Opera. Let's run it out. Hey Jordan. Hey Jesse. This is Ryan from St. Paul. Uh, I just got mugged for the first time. Guy knocked me over, punched me in the face. 
grabbed my phone, I punched him in the face and chased after him, and he threw it back at me because he was scared. Now, I think I have a concussion. I'm going to go lay down. Bye. That's what you're not supposed to do, isn't it? Yeah, don't lay down. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this now, live. Still concussed. Oh, man, that's insane. That's see this that's that's amazing. Yeah. I have been mugged. It's been a long time since I've been mugged. But as a as a young teenager, I was mugged regularly mm-hmm. may seem like a little bit of an overstatement, but with with some frequency. Mm-hmm. Periodically. I was periodically <laughs> mugged as a young teenager and uh it was terrible. It was terrifying. Were you mugged more or less times than Barack Obama did cocaine? Huh. Ooh, I'm going to say more times than he did cocaine, okay. but less than he smoked pot. Well, yeah, because he was I think doing it. probably between the ages of 11, and I probably stopped getting mugged around 15, because I got to be you know over six foot. Right, and, right. And probably the muggers in my neighborhood had heard that I only had $2. <laughs> um, I think just there was a period where it was just like, white person. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and then they 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 share information. I think in the in the mugging community, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh, that's that's that skinny homo only has two dollars, mm-hmm. so it's not worth mugging." Him. Mugging on it was like a mugging list serve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got they got an email list. It was an early. They had an AOL message board. Alt dot mug dot. News, um, not news group. Yeah. <laughs> now um, you got to get a reader. What? Oh, this uh, is so annoying. <laughs> I don't get it. But just terrifying. Just yeah. so terrifying. I would never, if I was mugged today, um, and you know, I'm a big dude. You know what I mean? But if I was mugged today, there's no fucking way I would strike the person. If I was mugged in St. Paul, I would throw down. I would just be like, fuck it. This is St. Paul, Minnesota. You're trying to mug me? Let's fucking who's have try- at it. Who's trying, to, who's trying to mug me? Jerome from Morris Day in the Time? <laughs> is it Jesse or Jerome? Just punch the guy, guy right in his hat ear flaps. <laughs> yeah. Take I that. said, I'm not going to let you lift them up. <laughs> Take that. Sound effects guy from a Perry Home Companion. I, uh, I can imagine like being mugged. Like, Give me your phone. Like, give him my phone. It's like, oh, huh. Windows phone. You like it? Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's pretty, yeah, I mean, there's you know, it's a not a lot of apps. disappointing that yeah. they don't have some of the apps. Some apps. You would want. I mean, I don't do Instagram. He's like, oh god, me either. I mean, you know, I don't. What need about it. the tiles? How does the tiles work? I like the tiles. Yeah, the it's interface is really elegant. It's a really elegant interface. You yeah. just wish you could get a. So few more apps. you think you're going to keep that? No, you know, I think or, I'm going to wait for an iPhone. On the fence. Yeah. On the fence about whether to. Yeah, this is good. And then at the end of it, you'd punch me again. Yeah, you just have a nice conversation. <laughs> yeah, then, I, then I'd get punched again. That is a that's a that's an American hero, though. It's we can, but, can I say this one... guy's going to be dead by the time this airs, right? Sure, I mean, because he's... of concussion sleep. <laughs> can I say? Well, one... he's going to be like star... he's going to be like on an NFL roster in training camp. Can I say one more thing about getting mugged? This is not an advice podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's say you ever find mm-hmm. yourself getting mugged. Just give the person what you have. Yeah, yeah right. They, yeah, need, they yeah. need it more than you do. And it can only go bad. It's amazing that this guy, that somehow this worked out for this guy, except with the exception of the concussion. Yeah, yeah. But there's so few positive outcomes from doing, and so many negative ones. How much money, realistically, what do you got on you? (laughs) 80 bucks? And you're going to call and have cancel everything. Yeah. Like, just come on. 
They're just fight up. Look, is it a hassle to have to go to the DMV and find your birth certificate wherever you put it? We're trying to remember. Not in St. Paul, probably. No, probably not in St. Paul. Probably probably got a gorgeous. It's probably a very pleasant experience. Nice, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They got a big picture of John Moe up on the wall. (laughs) Trying to think of some more St. Paul stuff. Local. Yeah, local heroes. Bill Bill Murray, one time owner of the St. Paul Saints baseball mm. team. Yeah, I think mean, I think if you're in, just don't just give it, just yeah. give it up. That's what I learned in my time as a mugging victim in my my five year stretch of getting mugged periodically. Just give it up. Just give it up. What are you fighting for? <laughs> well, but it's not like jail, like where oh you just got to beat up one guy and then everyone knows you. Like, the muggers aren't going to be like don't bother oh, that, guy. that guy. He fights back. Although, to be fair, they did share the news about me only having $2. <laughs> they spread that around. Anyway, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jessica. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective, Nick Repeat Adams. I have really enjoyed my time on this week's program. It's been a lot of fun, guys. It's a good one. It's a good one. I'm looking forward to going home and spending some time with my dogs. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to the pig delivery tomorrow. You guys can't... The good news is this, guys. Okay. You guys can't prick my balloon. You guys can't deflate my joy that a pig is being delivered (laughs) to my house tomorrow. I'm going to enjoy that pig. I'll probably give him a hug. I'm going to feed him some pig chow, whatever that happens to be. Is that a real thing? I don't know. Probably. I figure a domestic pig probably eats pig food and not just slop. Well, that's slop, but like, you know, I don't know. What yeah. What do you I, think I, I, he eats? Yeah. you think he eats cat food? No. I don't know. I don't know what. I got. I got Crickets? <laughs> just eats mealworms. Pigs, are, pigs yeah. are kind of in their- They're hunters. They're, <laughs> they're natural hunters. <laughs> pigs will eat whatever though, right? Yeah, I think that's part of the deal with pigs. Yeah, that's not too bad. You to get <laughs> I like that you're you're like I'm not gonna judge pigs. Yeah, I like to eat different shit too. Low maintenance is is good. Yeah, I've, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I don't I don't think that I need a pig to live at my house. Although my mom had a good friend who had a pig that lived at at her house, and my mom has never said an ill word about this pig that she knew for many years. If I'm gonna have some farm animal at my house, they're gonna chip in. It's gonna be like chicken. They're gonna pull shit. a plow. They're, yeah, they're yeah, gonna sure. do something productive. Come yeah. on, I can understand that position. You're going to need a goat, and you're going to need to be making some goat cheese. <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> Nick's into it. I'm into You're going to be, yeah, you're going to need to weave something out of their beard clippings. Or my beard, like a joint. Oh, yeah, you could tie beard. your beards together. Yeah. That would be cute. A goat's beard and a man's beard tied together. Oh, boy, how'd you guys get like that? <laughs> a little trouble. This is an early, it's an early Guillermo del Toro short film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, let's, man let's, goat beard. Guys, let's pitch this to YouTube. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, hey, I do want to mention. Oh, yeah, but it'll also have like uh, nail art tips in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The man goat. Who's, the man and goat whose beards are tied together will also teach you how to do nail art. <laughs> Can I just say, I, I kind of like that nail art is a thing. I think that's pretty fun. If I was a lady, I think I would have a good time with nail art. You know who Ooh. likes you know who likes nail art? <laughs> Cracksworth. Okay, sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Friday, August 9th is your last day to buy tickets to the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music mm-hmm. Festival. It- Friday, August 9th, your time is basically has disappeared. Look, bring your wife. 
Bring your husband. Bring your children. Br- don't bring your pig. Yeah, You're going to have to find a pig sitter. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to find Thorns a pig sitter. Thorns are not available. We're not going to be available. We're going to be on the boat. That week. But seriously, if you miss out on this, you know, you're going to be disappointed for a full calendar year. A full calendar year of having to live with the fact that you missed out on the opportunity to see what it's like to be on a boat with Mark Marin. Unless there's like a pirate situation. Well, in which yeah. case, yeah. you'd be glad you didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what kind of pirates. Yeah. Are these like saucy fun time pirates? No, these are like the hardcore former child soldiers. <laughs> and now they love alternative comedy. <laughs> sure. They're just there for the comedy, though. They don't want yeah. to steal anything. They they're just not want... there. They're not, you, they're they still just have, their, they just they still really have love... their machetes, they're though. Not they there put to it on see, the table. Just like Down Front and Mark Maron's show, just like very intense. <laughs> but, it's for, but it's for the comedy. It's not for the music. So they're not there to see a Nellie McKay, a Dan Deacon. Um, they're, they're, they're not fans of the Mountain Goats. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They don't like literate pop music. No, they just want like left of center, right? Slightly. They're rambly. big Wyatt. They're Wyatt Cenac fans. Yeah, yeah. They, these are the guys. These are the pirates who will tell you about how they went to the old Largo, <laughs> right? Before it moved, it's they're not like, the same. I went to Largo when it was on Fairfax. Okay, I saw a Naked Trucker. You know, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. You guys probably don't even know who Laura Keitlinger is. <laughs> <laughs> Say those pirates. Girls Guitar Club. Oh, man, there's this part in the Girls Guitar Club short film where the, in the premise of the film is the Girls Guitar Club, which is uh, uh, Marilyn Rice Cub and Karen Kilgariff. Um, they own a vintage store together. And uh, one of the customers, I'm going to say it's Nick Swardson, comes in and he just says, it's just the perfect 1995 thing. He comes in and says, hey, how how much is that? Is that baby coffin in the window for sale? And either Karen or Mary, I can't remember which, just says, "If you have it, if you had a baby coffin, would it be for sale?" <laughs> and then they just turn away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Okay, anyway, that's it. Boatparty.biz. Buy your tickets now if you're going to buy them because they are going off sale August 9th. We've got hundreds of people coming. It is going to be a fucking blast. It is the only themed cruise that Wired Magazine has declared to be maybe fun. It's pretty good. That was, we, we finished ahead of Kid Rock and Weezer. Oh, my God. On the maybe fun scale. <laughs> Being on a boat with Kid Rock. Sounds pretty great. Sounds like yeah, a good right? time. Sounds like a shit kick and honky tonk of a good time, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's like the number one context I can imagine enjoying Kid Rock in. Yeah, right? I mean, I don't want to watch his concert or whatever, but it seems like it would be fun to be on the Kid Rock cruise. Yeah. Does seem like a good time. Oof. Okay. I, I, I apologize, Nick. I, I didn't mean to make you upset. No, it's just a, dis, this is a disturbing thought. It's been a pleasure to have you on the program, as always, Nick. Always fun to be here. Watch in, the, a, in the old box. Watch out for Nick Adams' name on your favorite television programs, beloved uh, writer as well as a beloved podcast guest. Um, and uh, we'll see you, number one, we'll see you Denver on Saturday, August 3rd. Uh, number two, we'll see you Edinburgh and London. We don't have the London info up on our site yet, mm-hmm. still nailing down a few things, but um, it's going to be right after our Edinburgh trip, and uh, we expect you all to show up. And no disrespect to my lesbian sisters, nor to my lactose intolerant yeah. or Crohn's guys, we're disease just, guys, we're brothers just, and sisters. We're just goofing. It's all love. Yeah. So this is like what Don Rickles does. <laughs> he used to do at the end of his Hey, life. you guys are all right. <laughs>
But seriously, lesbians can be hockey pucks sometimes, right? We can all agree that lesbians can kind of be hockey pucks. Hockey puck is so magical. God bless you for hockey mm-hmm. puck, Dan Rickles. Oh, Don boy. Rickles. Okay. Dan Rickles is, his, uh, is like his Gallagher, too. Dan Rickles? <laughs> he said Dan Rickles. Yeah, no, I you, said but, Don Rickles. Oh, okay. Said, I, thought, I thought I heard Dan Rickles. You're in the nosebleeds. And you're like, he doesn't look quite as fat. <laughs> he looks younger. Is he Chinese? He <laughs> Watch out for the black guy. Steal your wallet. He's on the driver. <laughs> wait a minute. You are cheap Jew. But there's no subtext. It's just a... It's oh, a... wait a minute. That's just the real Don Rickles doing an ethnic routine. <laughs> <laughs> our, our producer, Sonny D on the boards, Brian Fernandez, 206-9844-FUN-JJGO-AT-MAXIMUMFUN.ORG. MAXIMUMFUN.ORG. You can find all of our smash hit podcasts. Mm-hmm. We've had some great... Bullseye episodes lately. I hope you will listen to it. And me and Jordan uh, just guest hosted two episodes of Judge John Hodgman that I think you will enjoy. Yeah, it's us doing some judging. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. I I I really I listened to them. I think we did a good job. I, I wouldn't just say that. Yeah. I think we did a good job. I'm I'm proud of the work that we did. Give it a listen. Uh, we'll see you next time right here on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.